superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You look marvelous. You look so marvelous. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I have been attempting to dub Matt Ryan the Matural since the Rich Eisen podcast. <laughs> Rich, you got to move on. You got to move on. I'm not giving up. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles, today's guest, Liberty University football head coach, Hugh Freeze, Cincinnati football head coach, Luke Fickle, plus ESPN insider, Brian Windhorst, and and now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live on NBC Sports on Peacock. We're live on Sirius XM Channel 85, NBC Sports Audio. We're, we're going to do it live, you know? <laughs> and I know that yeah, that's fraught yeah, with words in this business. And uh, Sting's not here to play us out or play us in. <laughs> But we're still going to do it live today because that's how we roll. Um, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. What's going on hey, over there? Hey, man. You know what? I'm uh, I'm happy to be here, Rich. I'm super excited. Uh, the Lakers got eliminated. Tiger plays tomorrow. All is right with the world. Is that right? Is that right? Uh, Jay Felly, how are hey, you, sir? What's up, Rich? Good to see you. TJ Jefferson, how are you, sir? I'm great, Rich. You know, just real quick, I'm still like having this WrestleMania come, come down and I realized 80,000 people went crazy when Stone Cold came out and drank beer, and we got that experience for free in here just two and a half weeks earlier. It still boggles my mind. All right. We're excited, man. Rich, it's hump day. Like, let's do this, man. um, Guys, we've just come on the air. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, my phone's already buzzing. Is it Stone Cold? Is it Susie? We have just been nominated for a sports Emmy for Best Studio Show. No, are you serious? What? Wait, for real? Yeah. Are we back? And I I have been nominated for best studio host. Yeah, you have. Oh, baby. Wait a second. What? Oh, hell yeah. Wait a second. Well, congratulations. Hold on. Check the calendar. It's It's April 6th. It's not April Fool's. Congratulations to also the show that precedes us. Dan Patrick's show has been nominated for best studio show daily. Congratulations to us. Congratulations to my colleagues at NFL Network. Good Morning Football has been nominated. Yeah, hug it out, boys. You deserve it. You deserve it over there. Especially since uh, on our on our uh, uh, Emmy nomination reel, um, T.J. Jefferson getting in the Price is Right contestants row uh, was part of it. I knew it. Yeah, it was. I knew it. Uh, congratulations to Sports Center. 
pardon the interruption, and NASCAR race hub on FS1. Wow. Rich, is this for real, man? I'm just, it's my like, phone's blowing up. Like, don't That's do this what's to up. me. And, um, uh, congratulations to Sean Mitchell, Mike Hoskins, Jordan Shero, Liz Wailed, everyone who works on this show, Ashley, Ashley Wheeler, everyone Sarah who works on this show. Del Tufo. Del, Del Tufo. Tufo. Mike Del Tufo, who's and, here like half the, does he get half an Emmy if we win? And Jay Felling. <laughs> Guys, can I be honest with you? I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That Price is Right thing, we've got so many tweets about that, and people were like, this is going to get you guys an Emmy night. And I was like, really? But there were so many tweets about that. It happened. And congratulations <laughs> to you, Rich. You deserve Congrats, it. You're the hardest brother. working man in this business, man. Nice. Congratulations. Say it with your chest, Rich. Whatever you say next, don't be humble. I don't want no humbleness. You know how I feel. Oh. Say it with your chest. <laughs> this is exciting. Mama, I know you're watching. We God, made it. I love all the guys that are nominated. Oh, my gosh. It's me, Ernie Johnson, Tariko Van Pelt, and Reese Davis, who is just one of the sweetest, such nice people, all of them, and Reese... If you win it, um, you're just doing it against the bald brotherhood, sir. I mean, the rest of us are uh, follically challenged. He's the only one with his hair. Oh, Reese? <laughs> Man, Reese doesn't look a day over like 32. <laughs> wow. Damn, that's awesome. Man, congrats, um, guys. Well, I mean, and I want to congratulate Liz. everybody who's been nominated and all of my colleagues at the NFL Network, as well as you guys. I love all Man, of you Man, I was guys. having a great day before that news. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what we call a double dip. Wow. What a start. This manifesting thing stuff, it's starting to really work, man. I, I'm, I'm a believer now, Chris. You think things and you put them out in the universe Speaking. and they happen, man. Speaking. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Yeah, you're always going to start the show with LeBron not making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go right back into negativity. <laughs> the negativity in this town sucks. And who's not walking through that door? The Los Angeles Lakers. How's that? All right, well, Rich, I feel just like championship good, teams. Man. We had our moment, we celebrated, and now we're on to LeBron now. We got to keep this no, train I just moving, keep, right? No, uh, actually sitting here right now. Like, we got stone cold beer in the back. Should we celebrate? Yeah, I and, think I, that's and, and by the way, I just mandatory. want to congratulate our colleagues at the uh, uh, at the Dan Patrick Show that preceded us right here oh, on Peacock. Yeah, and yeah, to yeah, all yeah. the Peacock executives, um, congratulations on, on, um, on NBC Sports on Peacock having... Uh, six hours of Emmy-nominated uh, streaming television and sports talk radio on Sirius XM Channel 85 in a row. And so uh, we, are, uh, we are thrilled to uh, be representing. Wow. My phone just went crazy. Man, just like, uh, it's buzzing like, like nuts right now. It's buzzing <laughs> like crazy. All right. So let's focus on this. Um, hey, man, the uh, Los Angeles sports scene. Uh, we, you know, I've been living here 19 years. It's a Laker town and then a Dodger town. And then uh, the Rams are trying to crash this party, as we all know. Um, this was the season the Lakers were supposed to do it right here in Los Angeles. Get uh, UCLA's finest Russell Westbrook in the mix and add Carmelo Anthony and have four Hall of Famers sitting there with Dwight Howard being a fifth. And I think he is. And this was supposed to be it, right? This is, this is it, it man. They second this, betting favorite in Las second Vegas. Second betting favorite. Nets were the favorite. The Lakers were second. It was supposed to be a coronation, a celebration of these guys, these legendary Hall of Famers' careers, and, you know, it's not. It is most <laughs> certainly not. Because even with the Lakers having all those people, to miss the playoffs now in the NBA 
you really have to do some hard work. You really have to fall on some hard times to not even be in the top 10. They're basically giving two teams that never used to be in the playoffs an opportunity to get in the playoffs and play into the playoffs. The NBA is telling teams 9 and 10, hey, we don't want you tanking. We want you giving a shot here. It takes hard work. There's 30 teams in the association and 20 have a shot at making it. You're part of the 10. <laughs> that takes some doing. Hard work, dedication. And the Los Angeles Lakers are now part of the 10. And the Phoenix Suns are the ones who lock it down to basically show you here's, here's what it looks like to be a 60-win team. That's what it looks like to have a, a coach of the year. That's what it looks like to have star players and some role players and some bench players and a team. My gosh, when you watch the Suns, you think oh. team. That's what you think about. You think about Hall of Famers on that team. Paul is one, you know, is becoming one. Is Devin Booker. He's on that path right now. Superstar. He has been spectacular. Superstar. He has been nothing short of spectacular since coming off the campus of Kentucky. And now Mm -hmm. what he's doing in the Valley of the Sun together with Chris Paul and the rest of that team, DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams being shooing for Coach of the Year this year. You would think, right? That shows you what it looks like to be championship caliber and that team tells the lakers you're you're out and the celebration begins we're in all the corners of the laker hating nation <laughs> it begins especially here well i mean <laughs> in that corner I hope it was good about as I thought. In that Emmy-nominated corner, <laughs> nothing's going to get me upset today. That's the thing. In I that great. Emmy-nominated corner, hey, in the corner of New Orleans where they kept some receipts. Oh yeah, oh, I, I, I remember Anthony this. Davis back in 2019 when the Pelicans ended their season, he wore a "That's All, Folks" T-shirt. <laughs> sure did. And then look who <laughs> tweeted out last night: once the Lakers get eliminated, and it's the Pelicans versus the Spurs in the 9-10 play-in game for the right to play the loser of the 7-8 game. That's all, folks. After tonight's results, our play-in matchup is set. We will face at Spurs. A nice P Diddy meme too on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that I is a, that has been a receipt held for three years. Yeah. Very impressive, long impressive. con. Man, I love right pe- there. I love pettiness. That's a that's, <laughs> a, that that's a cultivated caper up on the Lufthansa heist See, realm. I love when you dig in the files to come up with the pettiness. Oh know? my goodness gracious! <laughs> so, all I'll say to you, you, you. Laker hating nation. Enjoy it. I'm not going to go like full LeBron on you here and saying use that same intensity and I'm not going to say all that <laughs> stuff that he's said back in the day. Uh, all I'll say is this you're going to miss him. Look around, folks. Look around and take a look at this room. A LeBronless postseason, a Lakerless postseason. We even got a taste last year, just one game, right? Of. LeBron versus Steph, greatest play-in game that will ever be played in the history of the play-in game. And it turned out to be one of the best playoff games that we saw the entire postseason last year with all due respect to everything that followed up. Nothing like star power and star wattage power in a league like the association. Nothing beats it.
and he's it. Enjoy it. I'm, I, for one, will miss him. I, I love watching him play. I love your guys' spite and hate. Oh, oh don't when point he's at me. Oh, come on, stop. No, no, no. Stop, stop Clipper lover. Come on now. No, 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 no. Not Richard, with LeBron, stop, though, right? Stop, okay. No, because I, I, I've told you, I did that with Kobe. I hated on the Lakers so much with Kobe that as a basketball fan, I didn't truly appreciate the greatness. So I, with LeBron, I want to make sure I don't like the Lakers, but I don't hate on LeBron. I love the greatness of the guy. But, you know, this team losing? I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, you're all going to miss him. You're all going to miss him. I mean, not as interesting with him out of it. Absolutely. Not as, not as exciting with him out of it. Period. End of story. Not as interesting or not as exciting with the Lakers out of it. You want him in it. You want him good to be in it because you want to beat that team when it's good. That's it. You want to beat LeBron when he's at his best. And he's been, by the way, he's been at his best this year. Yeah. The the thing that he's been at at uh, not uh, not top shelf is uh, shopping for groceries. I think he should <laughs> yeah. potentially leave that to others. But he's also at the part of his career where he doesn't want to play with a holes. He doesn't want to play with people who are just <laughs> seriously. You want to play with guys that you don't want to hang with and you don't want to be with and you also don't want to think you can win with. Yeah, true. The problem is he identified guys who he can't win with. That's it. Lakers are out, guys. And uh, again, it takes some doing. Yeah, you have to. You like, have to really, really be bad screw up your season to, to not, not even get a chance to try and win twice in the span of a you know two three days to get into a tournament. The NBA Come playoffs on. already had more than fifty percent of their teams make the playoffs, and then they expanded it, expanded it to the play-in. Two thirds of the Dude. league make the postseason. Yeah, right. Dude, let's put it this way: the Pelicans. Without Zion Williamson. The whole year. The whole season. Are in the tournament. And the Lakers are not. Wow. <laughs> that, wow. Yeah. Just, wow, bro. What if I, what if I told you? What, what, what if, if I, I did that 30 for 30 thing? What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you that the Lakers. Oh, yeah, baby. So, uh, Brian Windhorst, third hour. He, he truly is one of our favorite guests yeah. uh, and and i and i that's all of us together because we're one big one happy i mean nominated family right that's, a, that's what um, i heard yeah so and um he's going to join us to talk about that in hour three of course we've got the draft on the brain i'll be hosting the nfl draft for all of your consumption on nfl network coming up three weeks from tomorrow and so much out there about trade rumors and this and that we have um got not one but two coaches of two quarterbacks that are shooting up the charts right now if i had to tell you the two quarterbacks that have the most buzz around them being pushed up of draft boards right now they're malik willis of liberty and desmond ritter of cincinnati and we have hugh freeze head coach of liberty calling in in five minutes and luke fickle head coach of cincinnati football calling in in at the top of hour number two, and he also coaches the man who I want to be brought <laughs> in my direction. Bring him to me. I want sauce. Give me all the sauce. I want all the sauce. I want every last Bit? metric milliliter of sauce. of sauce. You want a little bit of sauce. I want it all. I don't want a drizzle of sauce. I want the whole yes. bottle on um, sometimes, sauce. Sometimes I like to put sauce packets in your bag, and they give you like one right. or two. It's like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no I no, want no. 25 I need more. Of sauce. And my friends at the Emmy-nominated Good Morning Football today had a whole conversation, Schrager with whatever the hell he was wearing, 
Um, <laughs> come on. Don't, don't do pee like uh, that. Come on. We know this is all said with love. Of and I'm wearing a two-tone sweater I, I mean, myself, okay? The, I'm in a very glass house, Rolling the- Stones, but I've been nominated twice in the last 15 minutes, so back off, sir. <laughs> but he brought up three trades to be offered to the Jets. Three. And we'll talk about that. Because the Jets have two picks in the top ten. So, and then there's you at 844-204-Rich Brockman's very excited to uh, give us his top five master storylines oh, that yes. do not involve Tiger Woods. Non-Tiger storylines. Uh, why? Uh, well, because we talk so much about But you know what? It's truly all we're going to do for that three is. hours tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Because so. Tiger's on the course every second we're on the air tomorrow. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So we'll take a break. And uh, Hugh Freeze of Liberty. Can't wait to talk to him. Freeze. By the way, also Michael Orr's high school coach. Okay. Yes, he was uh, in the blind side. We'll, we'll ask him how Nick Saban was on the set. <laughs> That's right. Um, so he'll be joining us next. Uh, I, presumably not, Sandra Bullock was on Presumably set, not from a hospital bed either. I, I got to think not. All right. <laughs> we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on The Rich Eisen Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, we're back here on our terrestrial radio show. Hugh Freeze is calling in a matter of time, a matter of moments, or something like that? Indeed. Okay. Uh, while we're waiting for the Liberty head coach to call, uh, I'm just going to collect my thoughts a little bit here because, you know, we came on the air and my phone started buzzing. And, um, again, I know the name of the show is The Rich Eisen Show and that, um, um, and that it, you know, this has got my name on it, but I love you all. I mean, I truly do love you guys who are here um, that I'm looking at. Del Tufo, who's not here, Adam in the back, um, and Liz Wailed and Ashley Wheeler uh, of um, Central Talent Booking, our entire booking staff. Um, at home, Sean Mitchell, you are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I want to thank Jordan Shero, who's also working with Sean Mitchell at home to make the show look as terrific as it does. That includes you, Mike Hoskins, sitting at the controls right now and putting everything together. Our friend Don Bowie, as well, as part of this Emmy nomination. And um, we just showed a video of, uh, <laughs> of T.J. Jefferson being on The Price is Right. And that was part of our Emmy reel. Mm-hmm. And... The day I, I I just want to say what this is what a team effort is. The day that you were finally going to be on the Price is Right, Brockman, you looked at me that day and you said to me, "We've got to stop what we're doing." And when he's on the air, 
And I'm like, dude, we're on the radio, we're on TV. Like, I don't know how we're going to pull that off. I don't think we should do that. And you're like, come on. Like, he's on The Price is Right. And um, I I, I stayed on you. You did. But it's a team effort, a collective effort that my name may be on it and on the mug and on the show. And I'm so proud of it, especially since our journey over the last couple of years. Um, But but it is a team effort. And, you know, we had... uh, our guest that we had a few years ago, Brian Cranston, uh, he's been a, a multiple uh, uh, time guest in a, a, making appearances here on the program. And I'll never forget what he said. He once told us about that line, that scene from Seinfeld where he takes a hit of the um, laughing gas nitrous, as he's yeah, it's yeah. right as, as the dentist of uh, Dr. Tim Watley. He's the one who takes a hit of nitrous before putting it on Jerry. And he said he got that idea from like a key grip on the set. Yeah, a sound guy. Right, sound guy, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And and his he said, uh, best idea wins. And that's part of what I think, um, you know, we've got going here. And we're so appreciative of our colleagues in the, uh, in the uh, sports television world to see what we do and give us a, a thumbs up with a nomination. And it. it will be, um, you know, a, a great night for us to be uh, included with all of these um, shows and lose to pardon the, the interruption again, but it'll be great. Um, and so there's that. So thank you to everybody here and at home. And I, I don't believe I left anybody out. Right. Okay. Cause I know we didn't mention Adam, our call screener and Adam at the very top of our show. Adam, uh, don't hang up on people cause you're miserable and angry about that. <laughs> Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach of Liberty Football. Uh, thrilled to have here uh, on the program with his uh, his quarterback um, from the last couple of years, shooting up the charts right now, to say the least, Malik Willis we're referring to, on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line here on the Rich Eisen Show is Hugh Freeze. How are you, coach? I'm doing great, Rich. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Um, I have not met in person Malik Willis, but I've heard nothing but remarkable things about him. When was the first time he crossed your radar screen, Hugh Freeze? Well, I was uh, I was coaching uh, at Ole Miss when he uh, was doing well in high school in Roswell, Georgia. So I, I knew of him. Um, we did not actively recruit him then um, as he was committed fairly early, first to Virginia Tech, then to Auburn. Um, so didn't get to know him real well through the process at all um so a few years pass and um you know i show up at liberty and he uh decides to transfer out of auburn um after spring when he uh just hadn't had had really no quality reps there at all um and that was when you know i was intrigued because i knew the type of athlete he was and i knew um, in my opinion, at these uh, at most colleges outside the top echelon, you know, finding offensive linemen is probably the hardest thing we have to do. And you know, I know at my previous stops, athletic quarterbacks have always benefited our system, and so I was very intrigued. Um, didn't have uh you know the only reps i had to really watch was him going in i think he had a total of like 15 snaps and they were mostly all zone reads and so then it's a matter of getting to know him and then deciding do we think he can be an adequate passer and 
you know, he sent me the videos of him working out. We got to know each other. We brought him up on a visit. Fell in love with him as a kid. Um, and and then it's just I kind of had to go with my gut. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, can we win football games with, with, with this young man? And I really believe we could. And had no clue that we would be, you know, talking on your show today uh, about him being drafted in the first round at that point. But it was, you know, four to five games into his first season that I thought, man, he's a lot better than, than we gave him credit for. And he just has continued to improve. And I just I think the sky's the limit because I mean, we're talking about a guy that's only played quarterback for two years. And, you know, I, I, watching him work out at the Combine uh, was just eye-popping. Um, you know, his arm and what he was doing with it and the deep balls that he was heaving in the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, you know, night was, I'll be honest, reminiscent uh, a little bit of, of what I saw from Josh Allen a couple of years ago where he's just fading back around a 10-yard line and launching it, and there it goes on the other 30-yard line, just dropped into a bucket. So you could see the, the arm strength. Um, what about his readiness, do you think, though, at the next level, Hugh Freeze, and the questions that you're hearing about that regarding Malik yeah. Willis? You know, that's uh, obviously um, pretty much daily right now, you know, have talks with with some teams and at, at the senior bowl met with a lot. And then obviously our pro day and, and now the calls continue as he's making his rounds to different, uh, sites to, to visit with those teams. And I think that's the, that's the question that, um, you know, that everyone has to answer. And my, my response is, um, in this draft, um, I just, I don't see, anyone that has and nothing against you know and I, I recruited Matt Corral and he was committed to me before I left Ole Miss and 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 I love uh, I think he's a great quarterback too but I don't believe in this this draft that there's one that has a higher ceiling uh, than Malik and it's like I tell the general managers and head coaches that were here what he doesn't know Rich he doesn't know it's not because he can't do it or he just is he's still young in this process so um, but when you watch, I don't get to watch a lot of NFL because of our schedule, but I do get to see the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And when, when I watched the playoffs last year, the one thing that I thought was eye-popping and and I thought was pretty consistent in about every game I watched is everyone struggles to protect the quarterback with these incredible defensive lines that they have. And so to have a guy – that can extend plays that create opportunities to stay on the field uh, when things don't go exactly as you have drawn up and that has the arm strength and incredible Malik has the best balance of probably any running back I've ever had. And he's so physically strong and balanced and you combine that with his ability to extend plays. And at the same time, I think he's proven that he has continued to improve when just being in the pocket and reading through progression. So I just, I believe he has the highest ceiling. And one of the greatest things that I think he brings to your locker room is just his humility uh, to where if you told him, Hey, you're not quite ready. You're the backup. 
great coach. Let, let me know what I can do to help us win. If you looked at him and said, Malik, you, you won it, you're starting great. Let, I mean, he's got the same response to both. And um, I just think he makes your whole team better, and he gives you that what I think most NFL teams that were in the final four to six to eight kind of resembled people that are like Malik at the quarterback position. Hugh Freeze, head coach of Liberty Football here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're talking about his quarterback, Malik Willis, who has truly um, got a ton of buzz around him right now, um, three weeks and one day before the NFL draft in Las Vegas, Nevada. You mentioned uh, a couple times now about Malik, the person, and um, the video, I'm sure you have seen it, that went viral from the Combine, was captured by a member of the media having lunch across the street, um, uh, from a, a corner in Indianapolis where they spot Malik Willis opening up what appeared to be, you know, a swag bag that he just received and giving um, some what looks like a hat or just some warm clothing to a person sitting on um, a carton on a street corner, clearly needing some help. And what this was, you know, he had no idea who he's being captured. He had no idea that this was being posted. And this is just him, you know, being what appears to be just him. So what can you tell me about him? That you, is him. That That is uh, him all day. I'm shocked he didn't, he would have given them the whole suitcase if uh, if they if he'd have felt uh, that they needed it. And he he's just that way. He's done that ever since he's been here. Um, at our most recent uh, bowl game, uh, you know, you do the community service events, and we kind of scatter those, you know, rotate through our roster to – to where everybody doesn't have to do every single one of those, and um, the the uh, our personnel department kind of heads that up for us, and they made a, a critical error. And the day before the game, it was the last uh, community service event, and and they waited and had the D line assigned to that. Well, you don't do that. You let the D line go first early in the week <laughs> because. Uh, after that practice there, many of the D-line were complaining to our personnel people, and, you know, I'd already left and headed back to watch film and get ready for the game. And the type of person Malik is, he just steps up and says, that's fine. If if they don't want to go, me and the offensive line will uh, do another shift and we'll go. And and he did. And now the D-line went with him, of course, but that's the type of, of guy he is and leader he is, and he's he's just been that consistent with that throughout his 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 time here and he's just uh I called him last night just to check in on him and and uh man he just has that same that spirit about him that makes everybody around him better. I can't wait to meet him. I'll be honest with you. I really yeah, want I you're, really you're really gonna like him. I mean he is as genuine and as um I mean he he's like a little kid at heart. And that's the way he practices. That's the, and that would drive me crazy sometimes. What do you mean? Um, so you just uh, we just dropped a pass in the red zone in practice, and I'm furious, or we made the wrong read, or we fumbled, and here he is over there with the defense congratulating them on making a play, and I'm wanting to just jerk him over there. So what would you know? And and his whole deal, oh, coach, we'll make the next one. We'll make the next one. You know? And he just and he believes that 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 he will, but. He, and that's why I was I was at the Senior Bowl meeting with one of the general managers up top, and I was trying to explain to them this same thing. And I said, you know what, instead of me explaining it, can we just step to the window and watch him? And I think you'll see, because I know him so well. And sure enough, 
He did his reps, and after his reps are over, he's over here talking to some defensive end, laughing and joking, and then they break, and the quarterback coach takes the others, and, and here he is still talking to this defensive end. <laughs> And then he's got to sprint over there because he's late to his drill. I said, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of kid you're getting. But everybody loves being around him. And um, and so it's um, he's just a special individual, and I think you'll see it when you meet him. So uh, what are you hearing about from teams then? Uh, I, what, what, what are you hearing about? What are you thinking? Rich, this is the most confused. I had a lot of first-rounders when I was at Ole Miss. Right. Um, and I kind of had an idea. I have no clue on this one. Um, you know, I, I know the teams that have spent an enormous amount of time visiting with me, you know, whether it's Carolina or Pittsburgh or Atlanta. Um, you know, all of those have spent Seahawks um, have spent a lot of time with us. and But it's hard for me to keep up. We're in the middle of spring practice with all the free agency and who's taking quarterbacks and who's not and when they're going to take them. And um, it's very – I called him last night and he told me where his rotation was and where he was all going to visit, which none really surprised me. Philadelphia has called here recently. I talked to them a lot last night. Um, And so I just – but I I don't think Malik – I asked him, man, do you really have – he said, I have no clue, Coach. And um, it's kind of difficult for me to to judge kind of ever how they're they're holding their cars pretty well. Philadelphia, huh? So what is that is that uh, you got you talk to Howie Roseman? You talk to no, I talked to Coach Panunzio last night. Okay. I think he's in their personnel. Uh, we go back from our days in the SEC together, but uh-huh. uh, he was definitely calling on behalf of them with some just some more conversation. Who else? Who else you spoke to, Hugh Freeze? <laughs> what do you got? Oh gosh, I mean, <laughs> well, you probably everybody. Really? You know, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but everyone was here, and and it, I tried to visit with as many as I could. But again, I mentioned earlier the ones that I think, you know, have have spent the most time. Whether it was uh, Washington early on at the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, was was very I met with them. Again, Atlanta, Seattle. What about, Pitts- what about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, love Pittsburgh. Love Tomlin, man. What a great guy he is. You know, I I, I like him a lot. Um, again, can't really tell. I think they like Malik a lot. Uh, Carolina spent a lot of time with also. So um, I know they have genuine interest, but to to say you know what they're really thinking, I really have no clue. How about it? I mean, this. What an intriguing, fascinating. What, what do you hear? Oh man, I, I I don't know. Are you here? Well, please. I mean, I hear everything, and yeah. I mean, there's smoke, there's fire, and then there's really a big pile of you know what. You know what I mean? Right. And you have no idea which is what or what's which. And you hear the Saints just traded up, you know, into the first round again. Maybe they're going to use that firepower to go all the way up in front of. Uh, Carolina at six to get the quarterback that they want, or they're just going to sit there and maybe Malik falls to him there, or maybe Pickett right. falls to him there, or they want no quarterbacks. You're you're right. It's very difficult to get a read out of this, Hugh Freeze. Very. It is for me this year. Typically, you know, all right, these four quarterbacks are going in the first round somewhere, and this year, I, I truthfully just have no clue. Hugh Freeze, thank you for the time. Let's uh, let's do this again. Truly appreciate Anytime. it. No, go- thank you so much for having me. You got it. That is Hugh Freeze, Liberty Head Coach, here on the Rich Eisen Show.
Send that one to Philadelphia. WIP hearing you. Wow. And part of that may just be due diligence, and part of that is just let's get it out there that Philly's interested in him. So guess who needs to guess guess who needs to come at sixteen? Guess who needs to come at? Well, let me get it right. Fifteen. I don't know, man. Or maybe they're interested in him, and he drops at fifteen. It's just like that's the guy. I don't know. I, I don't either. This is a big shrug emoji, brother. Yeah. It's going to be one of those drafts, I think. And then you hear about Desmond Ritter. Luke Fickle's going to call us in 20 minutes' time that people love him, too. Yep. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Phone calls, but also, we got to set up. I'm talking to Sauce Gardner's head coach. Sauce. Okay. This is happening. <laughs> Rich, Rich, get your mind right now. I understand this Desmond Ritter, but this is Sauce Gardner's head coach calling in and... Um, I'll do Jets. I'll do the, I'll do the interview. Okay. I got it. <laughs> we'll let you handle this. I got it. <laughs> I want a card and I want it in Sharpie. All right. Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen show. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Callaway Rogue ST driver. Let's talk about it, folks. This is a stick that has been built to completely bomb it. Look, every golf equipment company claims to be longest off the tee, but Callaway's new Rogue ST driver is exactly that. Speed-tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. Every Rogue ST is engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge, which gives you more speed on off-center hits, provides more forgiveness thanks to high MOI, and that's the science behind it. But honestly, it fits in your hand, and you just watch it fly. Most golfers are going fix, to fit into the max because of its incredible combination of distance and forgiveness, but there's also Max D, their dedicated draw model for players who need more shot shape correction. If you want something more low spin, there's Max LS, which gives you stronger trajectory with a more neutral ball flight. The true players out there, and you're going to be seeing this out at Augusta National all week, the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS. Compact, low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. 844-204-RICH is the uh, number to dial here on the program. Doug in Wilmington, North Carolina. Let's get you here on the program. What's up, Douglas? Well, first off, congratulations to you, Rich. Very proud of you, and I'm uh, keeping my fingers crossed for you guys. Got to tell you that this is my favorite week of the year, and all things considered, I would much rather, if I had to give up one, I'd give up Super Bowl Sunday before Masters Sunday. And my question for you, Rich based on your years and years of television experiences, what makes better television? A great a, a player pulling off a great shot like Tiger at 16 and Vern Lundquist going nuts mm. or watching somebody in contention like Jordan Spieth totally implode? Ah. <laughs> I'll go with the glass half full, sir. That's my uh, default. I'll go with that. <laughs> Um, you know, but that's the second in time. Jordan was like 20 minutes watching that. Yeah, I know it, it's terrible. Look, turn away. I, I, I will always talk about masters moments or golf moments, um, being the, the, the moments of triumph or incredible shot making rather than go, uh, you know, Vandeve- Vandeveld at the open championship. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> I, I, those, you know, they both are epic in their own rights, but I, I will go that way. And I'll just say this about the masters, um, And no other sporting event and no other televised version of it makes me want to do it more because I'm watching it than the Masters. I truly want to just go play 18. 
you know, um, and I, I've done I it before. You... I've done it before. I've played 18 at like a muni course right after the Masters. And yeah. I'm like, where's the dogwood? Where's the azaleas? Why is this big brown splotch in the middle of the green? You know, but <laughs> I don't care because I just saw it and I got to do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way it's been. It's the way it is for me with the Masters, you know? Well, I know you get paid by the NFL, so you're, I don't know if you can answer this truthfully, but if you could only watch the Super Bowl or the Masters Sunday, which one would you pick? Oh, it's got to be the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a great poll question. I'm going to put that Put it up, up there. Go for it. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Appreciate right. it. Okay, it's the Super Bowl. Please. And, and here's on. Hold on. Just devil's advocate about the Super Bowl. Look, I mean, look, as a Patriots fan, look, the Pates were in there. We were in the Super Bowl all the time. But the thing about the Super Bowl is it may not be your favorite team that makes it. With the Masters, my favorite golfers play every single year. Yeah, and then sometimes the competition isn't all that great. Or whatever. It's, it's, the Super Bowl is still the Super Bowl. Let's not. Let's but the back not, nine on, on Sunday is always compelling, well, no and, matter and who's in. Uh, here, uh, here's what I will give. From, here, here's what I'll give the Masters. <laughs> By oh, the way, boy. I'm really feeling myself. I've been nominated <laughs> twice today. That I actually Spalding. those words just came out of my mouth. <laughs> but I, I there's no. Set up quite like the back nine at Augusta National, mm-hmm. where it allows for leaders to have large leads blown, and it allows people very far back the ability to make scores to get you back in contention if the leaders don't come back to the pack themselves. Those right. par fives the, are incredible. The par threes are remarkable theater. The remar- I mean, honestly that 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 you you have the ability to make your shots and hit the par fives in two and the risk you run with doing it the 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 par threes involving water the par threes being one of them the most picturesque holes on planet earth and so if you're out of it you can get back in it if you're way in front you can lose it, and there's nothing like it. It's like the perfect setup for competitive major championship golf, and I can't wait to see Tiger out there. And your top five Masters moments not involving Tiger are coming up later on in the program. What's great, too, is it's the same course every year, right? Sure. So we know every hole. We're familiar. We know the mistakes that are made on every hole. Like, you can't hit it there. you got to hit it here. Like you said about the par fives, 13 and 15, are reachable. There's eagle chances if you're trying to make up ground. But as we saw a few years ago when Tiger won, you know, Amen Corner will get you, 12 will get you, and then 18 coming up to finish. It's just it, it's 17 16. always gets overlooked, but it's yeah. very difficult. It's like one of the most difficult holes on the course. You know, 16, you, uh, birdie chance, you hit the slope the right way, it rolls down that yeah. bottom pin placement. It's just, it's so perfect. I just cannot wait for Sunday. I, I that's all lovely, but as someone who really isn't that much in the golf, what you just said meant I have no clue uh, what you guys Super are Bowl's talking. Gonna the Super Bowl is going to be the Super Bowl. You I never mean, have a Masters party. Put it up there. You have a Super Bowl. I don't know party. about that. There are Masters parties. You know, but how many have you been to? I get it. <laughs> I, get it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> noted, sir. Noted. I mean, look, it's eighty twenty right now. I totally. All right, understand. we got Luke Fickle coming up. I want to talk about this. <laughs> No disrespect, had, though, the golf. So, no. so uh, big new, the big news in the NFL today is that Stephon Diggs has signed a contract extension with the Buffalo Bills that's going to pay him all, all the money he deserves. And um, the idea is that he plays out this contract. He, he could retire as a Buffalo Bill. So Stephon Diggs is going nowhere. There will not be a Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill moment involving Stephon Diggs in Buffalo is what it appears to be. 
paying him what he uh, deserves and what he is apparently very happy with. And there's that. Tyreek Hill is now in Miami, okay? Which, because Hill is there and they've already drafted Waddle and they got Cedric Wilson in free agency, decided to send Devontae Parker elsewhere and in division. They sent him to New England. And you're, I'm already hearing it from my Jets fans, friends, okay? That the Jets are now behind the eight ball on the wide receiver market. Everybody's got one. You got to go get one. Okay. And I'm already seeing that right now uh, from my friends at NFL Network. Good morning, football. Peter Schrager put out a whole bunch in Good Morning Football. Three different trade offers. If you're a Jet fan, would you take? And one of them was the fourth overall pick for DK Metcalf. And I saw that. And I'm like, no thanks. Fourth overall selection for a wide receiver, even as one as I love so much as DK Metcalf. You said he said that I'm his guy. This does not his man. I'm his man. I don't I don't want this to be taken anything else other than the fact that I'd love to have him. Tenth overall pick? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Because at some point, you're going to have to pay him generationally talented money, and he's that. I just don't know if Zach Wilson and the Jets are ready to win right here, right now. But he would be for long term as well. Just no thank you on that one. A couple other ones that the Jets, he threw out there for the Jets to uh, be interested in. How about if the Saints gave both of their first-round picks to move up to four, right? Hmm. No thanks. No, thank you. No, thank you. I've already got what? That would give the Jets 10, 16, 19, three of the first top 20 picks. Sure, you could really make some hay on that front. No, thank you. Another pick, another trade offer that they threw out there as well is that the Jets cough up their first round draft choice, fourth overall draft pick to the Texans, and they get the 13th overall selection in the draft and Brandon Cooks, who is... What, like, he's he's like the most talented receiver that nobody keeps? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay, and so. Seems like it, right? And I say no thank you. Reason why I say no thank you to all of them is I want to go in the other direction. You got Diggs, you got Hill, you got Devontae Parker. I want somebody who raises their hand and says, I want them. I'm covering you. I am damn near seven feet tall and a wingspan of 14 feet. And I'm already exaggerating because he lives on planet sauce. I want sauce Gardner. I want the guy to cover them. And then we'll get some other wide receivers. We already got Elijah Moore. Let's get some other ones later on in the second round or what have you. Then you got a 10th overall pick, too. You will put Kyle Hamilton next to him, or you go get one of the Ohio State wide receivers. I said those words as a Michigan man because I know what needs to be done. Bring me sauce. (laughs) Write it in Sharpie right now. Fourth overall selection. I want sauce. That's the way I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at the that the Jets are losing the foot race, you know, instead of an arms race, Mm -hmm. the feet race, the hands race. I'm not saying that the, boy, the Jets are losing that that race right now. They got one, one team's got digs. One team's got Hill. Hill. Another team's got now Devontae Parker. I mean, the Jets have Corey Davis, Elijah Moore right now, 
and bring me another one in the draft. They got two twos. They'll be there. Let's go. Stay put and get the guy who wants to cover these guys. Somebody's got to cover them. Somebody's got to say, I got Diggs. Somebody's got to say, I got Tyreek Hill. Somebody's got to say, I've got it. Jets need that guy. Get the guy who might erase half the field. Get the guy who might be the next Richard Sherman. Because he's long and he's tall and he is brash and he's saying, you mad, bro. That's what I want for the New York Jets. And if you can give, by the way, if you can get DK Metcalf by giving the Seahawks their pick back, do that. I don't think the Seahawks are going to do that, by the way. Which is another way for, uh, you know, I still am DK Metcalf's man. If you say he said that, I am that, and I love that. That's my man. That's what he said. He told you at WrestleMania. Yes, he did. Fine with me. Fine with me. But he's also Seattle's guy. Why would they trade him? He doesn't, want, he doesn't want to play with some quarterback he doesn't trust. But what if they go get Desmond Ritter? What if they go get Malik Willis? What if that guy is the next Russell Wilson? You want to have DK Metcalf there for him right away. And I know I'm like saying, I don't know if Zach Wilson's ready for DK right now. I'm just saying, I would rather go the other direction. Get me to cover, to defend these guys. Instead of saying, I want to win something 40 to 30, I'd rather the Jets go and defend and get somebody who is ready to defend and brash enough to say, I will defend that guy. That's who I want. Fourth overall pick. Do not give it up. Bring me Ahmad Sauce Gardner. He didn't give up a touchdown last year, did he? Bring me sauce. <laughs> How many times must I say it? All the sauce. I'll be saying it for the next three weeks in a day. That's for sure.